0: Welcome to Story Comic Presents, where we interview amazing storytellers and artists. This is episode 312. I'm your host, Barney Smith of StoryComic.com, and we're honored and excited to have back with us the internationally (laughs) recognized and highly talented writer and creator of Worthy Chaos Comics, Carissa Grant.
1: Hi. Thanks for having me back.
0: (laughs) Yeah, see, look at that, huh? You know, we were just talking to me before we went on the air that you are well-known within the indie comics world of just (laughs) producing comics at breakneck speed. Um, Right now we're talking about issue number seven coming out, and you have only been making this comic for a year, and you've only done seven issues.
1: Yes. Well, funny story. It's Technically, I've done eight issues because – Eight. Uh, the first one was redone, so technically I've had eight released, but two are the same. Um, but yeah, so it'll be one year on Halloween.
0: And so, and so, you're here to talk about you did that worthy chaos redemption, which is a horror adventure comic. And and those that have missed the first six issues, you can also kind of get the first six issues that you've done within a year. This is issue number seven during Kickstarter for. Um on this kickstarter that you have a you you do have a catch-up tier as well
1: i have everything i am one of the very few people that actually have an issue one tier so if you're brand new and you don't want to pay for a ketchup tier you can actually get for five dollars the pdf uh issue one or a printed yeah. Or printed issue one. Um, and if you just want one and two, because the new business isn't two, so everyone wants two, you can get those in the back uh, add-ons. So you could buy PDF issue one and go into the uh, add-ons and get uh, issue two as a PDF or a print or whatever you want. So yeah, we have that. And then we have a mini ketchup tier one through three um, for 25 and it comes with all sorts of goodies. And then we have the, you know, grand, you know, ketchup tier, which is one through seven. And we have a metal cover tier, which is incredibly heavy metal. Um, Catch a tier of one (laughs) with seven, you know, all metal covers, which are awesome, by the way. This is the shiny metal. We all love shiny. Um, So, yeah, this is issue five metal here because it was closest to me. But this is actually one of my favorite covers. I have I just hung the original art for this. So it's gorgeous. Can't have that. That was mine. (laughs) (laughs) I don't share the good stuff like that. I got to keep that stuff for myself. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to give people a little bit of background on just what the the world is that you've created?
1: Sure. So uh, we have, so it's Buffy meets uh, Supernatural in Silent Hill in the Resident Evil world with Good Omens and um, Evil Dead tossed in. And uh, it follows... Um, uh, Angel Descendant Serafina and Draven Descendant uh, Demon Descendant uh, Draven and they're trying to survive against everything hell has to throw at them and heaven technically as their fathers are trying to get the angelic weapon that she was created from and if they can get this weapon from her then they can tip the scales of the war of heaven and hell in either's favor now the father has another reason he wants it but he's using the war as an excuse to use heaven's resources so um, we have that going on. So that, that now Draven and Seraphina do not know that their fathers are after them. They don't even know that they're not human. We do. We're watching through, you know, the eyes of their fathers, the demon and the angel, and we get to see all that's going on while our poor, you know, uh, characters are fighting against hellhounds and Anubis and ghosts and zombies and zombie merman and and pretty much anything we could throw at them um, because that's fun torturing our poor characters. Um, <laughs> But yeah, and uh, it's it's from so I wrote novels first with my co-writer. And for anyone that doesn't know, um, I write the story and I write everything Serafina. And then my mm-hmm. co-writer comes in and writes everything Draven. So when you're reading the these story, you have two completely different people writing for the two different characters. So you, they have really unique personalities. Like my poor character talks way more than she thinks, just like me. And Draven thinks way more than he talks, just like my co-writer. Um, so it's kind of cool to have that little uniqueness when you're reading, um, right. which I, I obviously love because I, I, I'm a role player, so I got to role play this story out and I absolutely adored it and I still do it. Um, my co-writer has a broken hand, so there's withdrawal there from, from chapters. So so now I'm working on the um, the origins, the uh, the... The prequel of the prequel of where the fathers met and created the weapon and created Draven and Serafina and all that. So I'm writing that now. So could
0: you could you bring up the point that, like, yeah, the history of role playing, but this is not role playing that most people know the term as in like rolling dice. This is actually taking on a role of somebody and writing. So it's actually like taking on a role through literature, not taking on a role through a game
1: that's that's yeah that's absolutely right so i would write a chapter and hand it to my co-writer um in in the eyes of my character and then um my character speaks like the, like the other like draven's there and then my co-writer will go and write the entire chapter again in the point of view of draven um mm. so i don't know what draven's going to say to my character until i get it back i don't know what he's going to do or think or what he's going to say um, so it's kind of cool because I always want to know the reactions of what I put the poor characters in. I want to know what he was thinking while I was torturing one of them. Um, so it's definitely, uh, too cool to get that. And, and we have such withdrawals when, when we're not writing and, uh, we have this thing we call teasers. We cannot wait for Now I can, I write, uh, on average three to 8,000 words a day. So my writer doesn't have to wait for me, but my co-writer uh takes a week because you know my car writer writes all fancy and stuff the way you're supposed to write um not me um i'm a a storyteller i don't use those fancy things you're supposed to use um so my car writer does it the right way um and so but she sends me teasers so that i don't have to wait for the whole chapter so like a couple of paragraphs in she'd be like do you want a teaser like yes i'm having withdrawals give me teasers so, I absolutely love doing that. and and she created that because she's a lot slower than me. Um, so uh, it helps it helps get through that. But uh, she's three chapters behind. She has to finish the eight point five thousand word chapter I sent her on the spin-off ending. Uh, and then the series two, we have two chapters there. So that's why I'm going. I can't write a foreword because then she would be even further back. So now I'm going to write the, the prequel so that I have something to write. Cause I'm having withdrawals. I haven't written anything. It's driving me crazy. My scripts are already up to uh, issue 19. So
0: yeah, man, it's tough. How do you translate the role playing that you do with your, your, your co-writer into a comic book script?
1: It's actually surprisingly easy. Um, mm-hmm. So since I'm the one that writes how the story moves forward, um, pretty much it's my writing that I just kind of cut into sections. Um, each issue is about 10,000 words, which can be between our average issue is between 28 to 38 pages. so these are not mm-hmm. these are not little books uh i try to do 28 i really really try (laughs) so i try it doesn't doesn't work like i think uh book two chapter one that comes out in january started as 28 pages and i was so proud of myself and then i reread it i was like i don't know this is a really cool fighting scene i want to see big panels and now it's 32 pages um but uh yeah so (laughs) um it's uh it's just we're uh, a little crazy when we're we're writing but it's uh so i'll write out my part and then i separate and this is kind of the tricky part i separate all the the speeches first you know like mm. i as soon as i get the settings i take all this because they're separated by you know three thousand words um right. so they're not i have to put their speeches next to each other and uh that's a tricky part and then i have to pick what the thoughts i want to add you know someone said yesterday that um do I take any parts out? It's was like, very rarely. <laughs> like I very rarely take any parts out. Um, and that's how obsessed I am with the story and so much happens in it that you would think that I took out a ton, but when, when you role play the way we do, you know, my job is to get my co-writer excited to write back, not that she wouldn't be, but that's how I've been doing it for 17 years. So, um, it's almost all action, you know? So like, Mm. it's just nonstop. We do obviously have character development. They get to talk and, and, and do that, but generally they talk for like two pages before they're attacked by something or, or something's going on and all that. So yeah, pretty much. I'm the one that has to take it apart and um, merge it all together. And uh, yeah, it's, it's very addicting to do it. Like I, here's how it is. I don't like starting a new issue. I try to avoid, like, I, I I put it off and I put it off and I put it off and then I start it and I'm done in like two days. I'm like, why do I put these up? <laughs> like, once I start, I don't stop. Um, but starting a new one, it's like, oh, I just finished one. I want to go write something and da, da, da. But no, and as soon as I start when I'm done in like two days. So um, <laughs> I don't know why I torture to myself so much, but yeah. So we're, <laughs> I'm already up to chapter 19. So that's book three. So yeah. Right. Um, Book one, this is seven that we're on is the end of book one. So uh, we've got a complete book one. It's going to be a hardcover. Um, And then book uh, two, chapter one starts uh, January 8th. And they they all lead into each other, but they're different. I want to say environments. I guess seeing different, you know, um, things that are going on, like, um book one it's pretty much the silent hill they're in the town merging you know the town is merging with hell you've got all these things coming out of the you know all over and attacking them you have our version of the vampires which are the clotters, which are ruthless um you have the angels and demons and all that stuff so it kind of concludes you know you learn things that have been happening for the last six you know issues and all that and then it, they, at the end, they go into the next book two, and that's book two starts in a different environment. So it's the same right. story, you know, it's just...
0: This story, is this takes place on Earth, or just a fictional world?
1: It would be... I don't know if you've ever seen the... Uh, for anyone that's seen Supernatural, it would be in that mm-hmm. kind of world. It's like Supernatural okay. and Resident Evil put together. So you have angels and demons that rule heaven and hell, um, but just like supernatural no one really knows about it but the hunters you know she calls herself a paranormal uh and you know investigator or hunter um so it's it's technically earth but um for all of us who believe there's things out there they are you just don't see them so technically it's our time with the creatures on the side um a couple of things that are a little bit different between us and supernatural um our demons the higher end demons and angels they don't have to go into human bodies they have their own bodies they get you know kind of more like per scripture you know they they do have like the uh, the scary eye wing version that we haven't shown yet um but uh we also follow you know mythology a lot more than uh supernatural did like they they were great at it but sometimes they would just throw a demon or an angel with a certain name that has nothing to do with how they were in scripture and mythology so we follow that pretty well mostly because it's just i always was like why don't you just make up your own character if you're gonna name it you know whatever you're naming it um so yeah it's on earth it's just an altered reality depending on if you believe in what is out there now because it could be this earth and you just don't know about it yet
0: now are you is it you have a formula where every seven chapters is a story arc or
1: so it goes by um environment so uh one through sevens all silent hill um, chapter two uh, book two is uh, a haunted asylum where they're trapped with these giant salamanders that are horrible looking creatures um, they kind of our version of lickers from Resident Evil 2 for anyone that knows those uh, and then we have zombies and we have ghosts and they're all trapped in this asylum they can't get out of it they have to figure out how to get out of it um, and then book three is um is the resident evil 2 homage pretty much they are trapped in a town uh or city of uh they run into two other survivors and then they um try to get out of the city now that one's a little longer because i'm obsessed with with the resident evil so uh book one is seven book two is now six because i merged six and seven and i'll tell you why for book two um so Now issue six is 58 pages for book two. Uh, The reason why I did that was because I wanted to end on Halloween again. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm going to merge these two. Um, But book three, uh, yeah, that's 10 issues. Um, So it is a a little bit longer. Um, Book four and five are, I think, 12 and like 14. So it's it's about 50 issues. Yeah, so... Uh, my my uh, my my artist has his work cut cut out for him. So um, he got upset the other day because I said I wish you could do the spinoff, and he's like, "Why can't I do the spinoff?" I was like, "Because this one's going to be like seven years, <laughs> and then we already started uh, series two with these characters. So Redemption series two is already like five issues in. So he's set for life if he feels like he wants to stay around. So <laughs> that thing is going on. And then we have the prequel. I said, "Well, maybe by then you could do the prequel." So. He right, does right. like the angels and demons, so.
0: <laughs> Your artist is keeping up then with, with all this. And and does do they also do the, the inking and the lettering and all that and the coloring? or? How so does that-
1: for book one, he does it all. He does pencil, inking, uh, coloring, and lettering. For book two, I actually hired a colorist to try to um, make my artist happy. Because <laughs> right. he hates coloring. And it slows him down, even though he gets them done on, like, lightning speed. Um, but so now we have a color. So we are adding Matt uh, Chambers to uh, book uh, two. And he's, so far, the chapter one that he's done looks phenomenal. I mean, we've mm-hmm. got the giant salamanders. And and uh, he added, he had to have a purple tongue. And I was like, that is so gross. I love it. Um <sighs> and uh yeah it looks phenomenal i'm really excited about it. book two is way more i mean everyone's like oh you have so much action you know in one through seven there everything's going on i was like you know nothing like book two is like all running you know running through whatever um i'll have to come back and tell you about book two because Lori yells at me for talking about book two too much because um well i felt bad because i wrote my favorites book three you're not supposed to have a favorite my (laughs) favorite is like book three is my favorite um book three was initially what i wanted to rp it was my original story then it kind of got away from us it got like you know a lot more um so book three is, is the heart of of me and i and i absolutely love it um so it is my favorite so i was so looking forward to three that I completely forgot about everything that happens till two till I'm scripting. And I was like, giant salamanders and zombies. When did this happen? So, um, yeah, so there's a lot, a lot in book two. And it's, it's super exciting. It has a very interesting ending that everyone's going to kill me for. Um, but (laughs) yeah, it's, I'm excited. Um, and hopefully, uh, it goes well. We, I did for book two. So everyone loves my covers for book one. So I got really lucky there. Um, but book two, I kind of stepped it up, um, because I, I don't know why I didn't think of this before, which is probably a good thing I didn't, I hired resident evil artists from the comic book. So like, oh, wow. I have, yeah, I have two covers from resident evil artists. Um, I have, um, one of them also did army of darkness, the interior of army of darkness. So I have that cause it's part of evil dead. And, um, I also have, I have a Buffy artist uh carl uh moline who's absolutely phenomenal he's doing the cover to uh chapter two of book two which is so good he already showed me uh i love it when they send me like an ink drawn like this is just a rough draft don't worry about it i was like i would put that on my cover (laughs) like i was like (laughs) right now um so yeah so the first three covers uh the first one is resident evil um and Jeremy, that's Jeremy um, Rampack. and he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's do he does the interiors to Injustice, which I don't read. My my brother is thrilled because he loves Injustice. Uh, he did Resident Evil. The cover is phenomenal. I'm trying to get CC Dela Cruz from Lady Death Universe is trying to color it. She's trying. To, I told she's like I'm really busy, and I was like I really want you to do it. So she's <laughs> like All right. she's like I will try to do it next week i'll try to get mine done and then do is like okay so hopefully she'll be able to do it because she did i think you saw Evil. i mean the um, issue four she did the Nubus one and she mm-hmm. also she also did the cover for our um hardcover and it's just phenomenal like she does the interiors currently for lady death universe and it's just they're just amazing um so hopefully yeah. she can do that and um then i have uh the army of darkness uh and resident evil artist um And that's Kevin sharp. And, uh, I'm looking forward to him. He just sent me a rough draft and I was like, I love it. Um, I hate when they make me choose like they're like choose from one through five. I was like, really? So like, I have to go through these layouts and I was like, "Ah." then I sent it to everybody else and then everyone uh, they're horrible. I love everyone on my Twitter or X or whatever and Facebook, but they're always so split. They do not help me at all. (laughs) Like if you look at my current Kickstarter, I have this one cover. Um, which is amazing, and it has artistic yeah. So that's the one without scratches that you see right there. And if you scroll right. up, see it has scratches. Yeah. So I set a poll on both Twitter and Facebook, both have five thousand followers, and I asked which one do you like better? Because I'm Pisces, I can't decide between between two right. things. So they were completely not only split down the middle; they were totally adamant on their side. Like, one's uh. like, oh, the scratches is because you have dark, you know, gruesome and, and everything. It needs scratches. And then I have someone on the other side and be like, oh, no, the other one's darker and, and clearer. So you have to have that one because of your story is so dark. And it's like, really, people? So now we have both. <laughs> so and and Laurie and I are fighting, playfully fighting, of course, uh, which, by the way, um, her Kickstarter is live now, too. Um, yep. And we have a cross-promote, which we haven't really talked about, but we are going to cross-promote. Whoever um, um, pledges both sides gets a, uh, um, a print of our characters meeting. And her character cool. her character is about to kiss my character's hand, and Draven is in the background about to kill him because he's touching his girl. Uh, and then you have Anubis and Big James, the zombie bear, are there too. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we're at war because I love the clear, no scratches, pretty... You know, smooth dark. She's like scratches galore. So right now mine is, I think, winning. So <laughs> I'm hoping that mine mine wins. But uh right. everyone's the winner, but still I'm I'm excited for that one.
0: With this being your sixth Kickstarter, what are you doing now that you've learned on your sixth Kickstarter that you wish you knew when you did your first Kickstarter? Um oh
1: well these the interviews like my first kickstarter had no interviews no nothing i think by the end of this month i'll have a total of 135 that i've done podcast interviews. so um there's that um also um uh merch galore i didn't have any merch in the beginning and now i'm merch queen um so like we have everything like we have coins and and anubis uh legos and and um, i didn't know that anubis was so popular so um, I didn't have any merch for him. And now it's like all, Anub- <laughs> mostly all Anubis merch. Because everyone's like, what do you have Anubis? It's like, name it. We got it all. Yeah. Oh, and then we have the new plushie, which is our hellhound. So he's nice. our new plushie for this one. Um, and then my co-writer, I was uh, we were celebrating our three years of writing um, like two weeks ago. And I'm sitting there on the car- couch watching uh, Ash versus whatever. Um, and she's like, you know, what would be cool is a salamander plushie, and I was like, damn it! So now we have a salamander plushie coming for book two. So that I was like, thanks a lot. So
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> for all I know, I'm probably going to have a zombie plushie with a straight jacket because they're in the asylum. So I'll, some of the zombies have straight jackets. So now I might do right. that. Um, because who doesn't want a zombie with a straight jacket? and a nice or something, something snazzy so yeah so I and and then I had one person on a podcast make fun of me they're like you're new why do you have so much merch it's like I wanted it <laughs> like everything I want and then it's tax deductible for selling it so yeah yeah that's why
0: See, it's there you there. go yeah,
1: that was the best hobby ever everything I want is tax deductible I love it so
0: right yeah,
1: you can't really beat that so, but uh, the, the everything is very popular. Everyone likes the the, the Lego, and uh, we have a three D staff uh, specific for our our Lego Anubis, and um, coins. We have gold plated coins. Um, we got homemade statues. We've got um, new three D statues. This is our newest one. Oh wow yeah he's pretty snazzy so we have I think we have
0: that's an anubis that's like the the bust of anubis
1: yeah so that's uh the 3d that's resin printed which is way better than the filament um or whatever they call it um we have one filament left which is pretty cool but it's the last one we're not gonna do that one anymore and then we have uh this one the little bust and then we have another 3d um Uh, Six inch, they're both, uh, I think all three are six inch. And then in the add ons, we have a one inch RPG miniature and a smaller version of one of them. So, um, and I've been asked this like a thousand times. So I don't know if it's going to happen. However, we may be looking into eventually doing an RPG tabletop because we've been asked like a thousand times, do you have an RPG game? And I was like, it's not that kind of RPG, but now they all want it. So I'm like, maybe we'll look into it. My co-writer wants a video game. I was like, I would love like a Silent Hill Resident Evil type video game. Um, right. But that might be a, a little more expensive than an RPG tabletop. So just <laughs> just a little, like, you know, my house worth. But doesn't mean I won't right. do it. But <laughs>
0: right. Someday. Your numbers on your previous Kickstarter steadily increased. Do you see... How, how often do you see when you look at your backer, when you look at your backer report, how many do you see uh, returning readers and how many are new readers that you notice?
1: Um, I have about, I think they've been steady at around 65% returning. Mm-hmm. Um, which is actually a lot better. I thought it wasn't that great. And then everyone's like, oh, we have like usually like 14%. I was like, no, no, it's 65%. Um, I have more new people than I thought I would because, mm. and they buy my ketchup tier, which I got to tell you is in, in, incredibly, you know, appreciative because that's a lot of money to put into, you know, uh, a ketchup tier and you don't really know the story. Um, And they, they, uh, they buy it and it comes with a lot of goodies. And I, have had people buy all the back issues and all the variants and all that stuff. And it's, it's very touching that they, you know, that they do that. Um, I love it. I I think I had like 10 new ones, 10 ketchup tier printed last time. And the time for that, I had 15 printed, which is Mm. just phenomenal. Um, and I get them out pretty quick. So, um, last campaign, I got them out 22 of them out the day of um and then i got the rest uh like 6 days later i think it was a little longer cuz i was i i don't order the variants until it ends because i have no idea how many there'll be especially with this scratches versus no scratches one um so we'll see but i can get out like the original cover you know and all that stuff uh, so those go out um faster than the other ones mm-hmm. but uh, i like to get issue uh, i like to get the ketchup tiers out first because I have Kickstarter so fast that I need to get the new people to read them so they get to like them. So they'll come back again. Um, so yeah, we're pretty quick to get them out. Uh, I pay extra to get the two to six day printing so I can get everything out on time and I know that stuff because people think I'm crazy that I have them so soon. And I do, I have, I mean, the last kickstarter ended, uh, three weeks ago. So, you know, uh, yeah, we started early because again, I wanted to end on Halloween, which is my one year, Celebration in comics, because my very first Kickstarter started on Halloween last year.
0: So, Carissa, if people want to learn more about your work and learn more about your comic, where is the best place they could go to?
1: So to check out my work, the best place is Kickstarter. You can search Worthy Chaos with the only thing that pops up, or you could do theworthychaos.com, which is our now permanent link for um, Kickstarter. Our website is uh, worthychaoscomics.com. and um, that'll be updated after this this kickstarter so right now i think you can get one through four in there and then as soon as the kickstarter ends you'll be able to get all seven um but it's the same price as kickstarter and kickstarter comes with goodies so you might want to do kickstarter um exactly yeah yeah. and then we also have a facebook group that we just started there's about 700 members in there so you can just search worthy chaos uh groups on facebook uh you can um, uh, add me uh grant i have uh Five thousand followers on there, and on Twitter, it's at worthy underscore chaos, and we have five point three thousand followers on there. Um, wow. So, yeah, and I love to talk to people. I'm one of those people that would have got kidnapped as a kid because I'll just talk to anybody. So for, <laughs> I, I help all the new people. I'm like the unofficial PR for all the new people that come in and I try to help them with their Kickstarters and help them get on shows and and all that stuff. So um, it's a lot of fun to meet the new people and and help them get started. Look at that no scratches, how clear that is. That's pretty. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one I picked for metal tier. I have two people that always definitely get metal tiers. So I asked them which one they wanted, and they chose the clear one. So that one's metal. um, But the the three covers that every, I always have several people buy those, that comes with the default of scratches, and they can uh, message me if they want no scratches, or they could buy the no scratches one, which is what my brother did, so that he has all four and that's in the add-ons so you can get them in that okay
0: well listen carissa this is great talking with you again so you <laughs> got to make sure you come back on again so i i don't know how we missed not having you come on on issue i think you did come on an issue four because i reckon that that cover. but then it four, was yeah
1: so uh we'll yeah. have to set up the next one because i've got book two and i've got all these fancy covers that i have to show all these people right. so um we'll, so we'll set going. up for early next year And then uh, I'll come back because I I love coming on the show because um, you you like to fuel my ego and it's great for me.
0: (laughs) All right, well, thank you so much, Carissa.
1: Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. the artist and the printing usually it doesn't cover merch but i love merch so i don't mind paying for that
0: that's true all right yeah, let me it. let me do the intro and then we'll get going here we go this is just a pre-show banter oh wait
1: person. how long are we talking again so i can watch the clock
0: um no don't worry we'll we we'll do it. I, I usually keep it around 30 minutes or so that works. so yeah
1: I, I, I like to control the rambling by knowing when it's going to end.
0: Oh, no, I'll let you ramble. Are you kidding me? I love I love Carissa rambles. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> it's good to know. <sighs> All right, let me pull up the intro here.